So hello my friends, Devon Lennox here, Photography PX. In today's video, we'll cover the main highlight features and do an overview of Nikon's D780. Do know you can find timestamps and links in the description down below, as well as a pinned comment. And also know this is not a sponsored video. Let's get started. Released in the spring of 2020, Nikon's D780 marks their latest mid-range full-frame DSLR, and it takes inspiration from Canon's 90D to prove that traditional DSLR cameras are equally competent as hybrids. On paper, it brings an updated sensor, a touchscreen LCD, better low-light performance, and superior battery life, as well as continuous shooting performance. And for the first time in a Nikon DSLR, it also brings about reliable live-view autofocus, eye detection, and a wealth of other refinements taken from their mirrorless Z-System cameras. The D780 comes to market to replace the D750, released six years prior, which became Nikon's most popular full-frame DSLR over its lifespan. But the D780 is a camera that Nikon aims at enthusiasts and professional photographers wanting mirrorless-level capabilities with DSLR ergonomics and handling, and it competes primarily with Canon's 5D Mark IV. It features a brand new 24.5 megapixel full-frame CMOS sensor and the XBeat 6 processor, a similar configuration as the Nikon Z6. However, this sensor now has backside illumination and the latest processing algorithms improving low-light performance, dynamic range, and fine detail retention. Additionally, it obtains the higher-end 180K pixel RGB sensor from the flagship D5 instead of the 91K TTL metering configuration. With this new metering system, the camera has vastly improved scene recognition to take much of the guesswork out of proper exposure, white balance, focus, and metering. Nikon's also improved the camera's selectable shutter speeds, and it now offers a maximum shutter speed of 1,8,000 seconds or up to 900 seconds or 15 minutes. So you can capture star trails or long exposures without the need for a separate remote. It also offers improved continuous shooting speeds over the D750, and it now shoots 7 frames per second using the mechanical shutter with full exposure and AF support. This is a 17% increase over the D750 6.5 frames per second maximum. Additionally, it even offers 12 frames per second burst using live view or the electronic shutter matching the Z6, and the camera also provides a reasonably deep buffer of 24 RAWs or 100 JPEGs before slowing. On the video front, this camera represents a significant improvement over its predecessor and now mostly matches the Z6 in capabilities. With that, it shoots 4K UHD, 30p, and 1080p full HD video up to 120p four five times super slow motion in the camera. By contrast, the D750 only offers 1080p 60p video, so this is quite a change. And this camera also shoots videos using H.264 compression to the MP4 and MOV formats. And it produces videos by oversampling from a 6K readout to render true uncropped 4K video. The camera does have some recording limits to know, however, in this case it has the standard 30 minute clip maximum and three minutes for 1080p, 120p. Otherwise, it also features N-Log, HLG, Zebras for highlight warning, built-in timecode, and it outputs a clean, uncompressed 10-bit signal via HDMI for use with external recorders or monitors. Low-light performance has substantially improved over the D750. Firstly, its predecessor's extended ranges are now native. With that, it offers a native ISO range from ISO 100 
51,200, but it also pushes to a high setting equivalent of ISO 204800, eclipsing the higher-end D850. Secondly, the camera's metering now supports negative 3 EV, and together these have significantly improved general performance. Users can easily expect usable images up to ISO 12,800 or 25,600 with minor processing. For focus, it obtains the Multicam 3500 AF2 sensor from its predecessor when working with the viewfinder. Like the D750, this system offers 51 phase detect AF points, where 15 are dual cross type sensors for even greater accuracy in low light conditions to negative 3 EV. But it also obtains dynamic area, group area, and 3D tracking with overall processing and AF algorithms from the flagship D5. The result is superior accuracy and consistency when tracking moving subjects or shooting at high bursts. Complementing the camera's viewfinder AF system is a 273-point hybrid AF system taken from the Nikon Z6 for live view or video recording. This live view system also provides sophisticated tracking technologies such as face and eye detection and it covers approximately 90% of the imaging area with AF support to negative 5 EV in the normal mode or negative 7 with the dedicated low light AF mode. The camera also obtains focus magnification and peaking if you prefer focusing manually. For battery, it uses the newer EN-EL15B battery, and battery life is excellent for a mid-range DSLR. Nikon rates the camera to deliver 2260 shots per charge, or 95 minutes of continuous video recording. Comparatively, its predecessor only offers 1230 shots per charge, so this is nearly doubling of performance in this regard. For displays, it obtains the same pentaprism optical viewfinder with 100% coverage and a large 0.7 times magnification as the D750. It also obtains the same 3.2 inch tilting LCD from the D750, which is helpful when working from low or high angles. However, it's now fully touch enabled and nearly doubled in resolution at 2.36 million dots, matching the D850. The LCD also has an 11 stage brightness adjustment and you can even adjust its color or white balance. And it also supports Nikon's full suite of touch gestures, including touch focus, touch shutter, navigating and playback, and full menu navigation. Physically, it's almost identical to its predecessor, and it still uses a traditional DSLR styling and design that remains much in line with most Nikon full-frame cameras. But that does mean that it follows a proven button layout that's strategic and comfortable. However, Nikon's opted for several key refinements over the previous model. These include moving the live view toggle, adding a dedicated AF on button, repositioning the info button and the ISO button. They also redesigned the port covers, which are easier to access than before. Lastly, they've removed the scene modes. Instead, these options are grouped into the effects and auto modes. Together, these changes make the layout more intuitive and easier to switch between stills and video and make this camera a better hybrid camera. They've also overhauled the camera's weather ceiling and they've even recontoured the grip. But outside of that, this camera also features a microphone input, a headphone output, a USB-C port with USB charging, dual SD card slots, both of which are UHS-2 now, electronic VR, Nikon's extensive playback and retouching functionality, a fully silent electronic shutter, focus stacking, AF fine tune, several bracketing options, multi-exposures, time-lapse, built-in Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth low energy connectivity.
In the end, Nikon's D780 mixes new power with traditional DSLR form and functionality, and it proves itself as yet another example of a split personality hybrid that melds the best technologies between both worlds. It's a camera that's ideal for those who prefer DSLR styling and ergonomics, but someone who wants a competent two-in-one experience. Sure, it takes some minor downgrades compared to a mirrorless camera, Nevertheless, it's the right camera to get if you want the Z6 with a more robust design and proper handling. And if you're not entirely convinced or ready to move towards mirrorless, it's arguably Nikon's most powerful DSLR right now. The D750 was famous for a good reason, and this latest update to the line not only improves but simultaneously catapults this tradition. And Nikon succeeded in their goal to place the lessons learned from their mirrorless advancements packed into a DSLR. Really, this is a huge win on Nikon's part and a well-rounded and worthy successor indeed. So there you have it, my friends. There are the highlights in the overview of Nikon's D780. For more information on the D780 and other Nikon cameras, check out our website, photographypx.com. Go to our camera reviews page, then to the Nikon section, and there you will see a full detailed written review, as well as other reviews of cameras that may be of interest to you. You can also look at the pinned comment in the description down below, and that will take you right to the full review as well. I've been your host, Devon Lennox. We will see you in the next video. Thank you for watching today's video. I hope you found the contents of today's video insightful and it added value to you. If you're new here, please consider subscribing if you haven't done so already. Also, leave us a like and a comment in the description down below. Let us know if we overlook something or we missed something that we covered in today's video. I've been your host, Devon Lennox, photography. Dot com.